we're testing the microphone levels now. Me, 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 Hello. Oh, you just real sad you weren't recording right then, were you? No, we're recording. We got all that. Oh, good. We're idiots. Shit's coming. It's episode 87 of Dialbot for Bad. I'm Kush Jam. Jerry's here. Hi, Jerry. We're, we're still idiots. Jerry's here. Hi, Jerry. I'm a fucking fantastic idiot. <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking of y'all are idiots, but when y'all get the vent real quick? We're idiots! God, we're fucking nailing it. Be right God, back. Just, God, is this what phoning it in looks like? For, yeah, for full <laughs> for full disclosure. Uh, we are... Okay, Jared's leaving. Jared's abandoned the show. Jared's... <laughs> Our show sucks shit now. It's fine. Whatever. So here, what's weird is that like Jared wanted us to come over here and record because he had a story to tell. He just left. He's probably come back. He's gonna come back with like visual aids at this point. Yeah, but I don't have object permanence, so I've already forgotten that's what the show's about. Oh, okay. Uh, so how do you think the show's going currently? Uh, we're well, we're we're ni- we're out of the park right now. People are on the floor because we're idiots. Mm. So. Stranger has returned. Who is this? Oh, hey. What is that? Who is this mohawk? Have you been on the show before? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, no, he's getting Once flustered. Or twice, okay. maybe. Great. Who's the How show? Are y'all? Oh, this is okay. What What is show? Uh, I don't know. Do we have a show? <laughs> we might. I don't know. There's a lot of show and tell going on. So wow. for, for the listeners at home, we are recording this the week after our last recording session. Uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I did not want to record another set of podcasts in between uh, the start of the World Series and the end of the World Series. So the next time I'm going to have a microphone, the World Series will be over. <laughs> it's probably done gone. and gone. Two, I didn't want to walk home today. Three, <laughs> fair. Which ended up being wise because I ended up fucking up my leg real bad doing, I don't fucking even know. Plus, SDSU is in uh, perpetual party mode, and it's like, a, a month-long celebration of Halloween as everyone runs around the school dressed as see, like their favorite thing or half-naked. See, the thing that makes this worse is that the spot that you pick me up is right outside Fraternity Row. That's what's <laughs> heightening your perception of this. Ah, uh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, because, like, dude, we're pulling in. There were, like, four party buses parked along, like, one part of it? Yeah, Fraternity Row. Yeah, I just... It's at, post-midterm season on Fraternity Row. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. That's yeah, crazy. okay, that this makes way I see, I shouldn't have been surprised. This is literally surprised. week eight of the semester. Yeah, okay. So it's time for everyone to turn up. Yeah, turn. turn it up. Uh, and turn it out. And the other reason we're recording is because Jared has a story he wants to tell us. Hell yes, I do. But first, Dr. Book. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I just thought rain, if I could drag this shit out, I could at least just be like, nah, we're we're good. We don't need no Dr. Book. Got everything. Never, you keep joking about like, how you hope that we forget Dr. Book. I'll never forget. <laughs> You'll never know. It has to happen. No. One. <laughs> Hashtag never forget. Well, we'll have 874 attempts to see if I forget. 
Um, <laughs> here's a thought with Dr. Book. Oh, fuck. They held to the thing not because they thought it was true, but because they desired that it be true. They confused belief with hope. Is that, is that also in reference to you forgetting oh, Dr. Book? I believe so. Oh, okay. That's life is just super deep sometimes. <laughs> Isn't sometimes it just? it's just deep cuts. So I wonder what I wonder I'm also kind of curious. All the noises over there. What is uh I got to charge my uh, phone. Don't put that on the <laughs> Oh fuck. Yeah, it's not on the the case. Yeah, it's it's fine now. It's not on, but <laughs> yeah, that's not <laughs> That's what. We, that's specifically what we're trying to avoid. Oh, we don't want just to. Yeah, phone cables and XLR cables are not the bestest of friends. They don't get along. I thought all electronics made smush. See, that one's probably shielded, but I, yours are not. Yeah, I was gonna say yes, yeah. Jared. All the electronics signals do make smush. That's why we have shielding. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning something new every day. Yeah, because because like if you have like cheap audio cables like mine. It's very easy to like play guitar, and all of a sudden you're uh, listening to a radio station through your guitar amplifier. Um, Holy shit! That's no why, way. That's why you want shielded cables. Mm-hmm. That's a, that. I'm my brain is breaking. It just thinking about just suddenly you're just getting a full blast of Imagine Dragons just like roaring at you. <laughs> oh, because man. For whatever reason, uh, I get a lot of talk radio through mine. That's um, funny. I don't know if that's bad. Somewhere. It's whatever. It's <laughs> where, I guess it's whatever broadcast station is closest to us. Getting some oh, of them AM frequencies, man. It yeah. gets wild on there, dude. Yeah, yeah, it does. But yeah, I've yeah. so far not accidentally recorded the radio on any albums I've made. That's been nice. I've been very, I've been very strategic about that. That'd be pretty hardcore, though. It, it, mm, mm. It'd be hard to justify. Use, yeah. Also, uh, copyright. Ah. Yeah. Ah, the dreaded copyright it kills everything. Yep. Unless ah. you just do everything fully illegal, and then like there's too many people trying to sue you, and you get away scot free. Uh, what were we talking about? You wanted to tell us. I wanted to tell a story. Mm. It's a magical story. Yeah. So a few days ago, I had the day off, mm. and I was gonna hang with some coworker friends. We were gonna go. Th- we were we were going to see. Jojo Rabbit in uh, at the San Diego movie premiere down at Balboa Theater. Mm-hmm. My my story begins with me getting in my car, dressed up, ready to go, and heading on down to the local Santee Trolley Plaza to catch an Uber with my friends. It's gonna be a good night. We're gonna go party. It's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Sorry, wait. I have a quick question. You have friends that exist outside the premise of this show. I do. Fascinating. Go ahead. I know. <laughs> I am a meat rock in this show, um, but as soon as I step out that door, I become a man again, and uh, I run free. A, a meat rock? Uh, I have the personality of a rock, which is very uh, unexpressive. See, Jared thinks. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Jared, Jared thinks he's a pet rock. So yeah, pet rock. I pee. That's all I do. The fuck kind of rocks were you around as a kid? I don't know, man. The peeing kind. The kind that what? released strange liquid, like after <laughs> like a few months of having them. Email me if you have ever encountered a peeing rock at creativecounseling101.com. So go ahead. Also, seriously, please email me. <laughs> like I heard lemongrass. I've seen lemongrass. <laughs> What's this 
<laughs> it's some kind of porridge. You know, it's, it's the kind that you find near the beach. It just you know, it emits emits the pee. You know, you, you pull you it out of the water, you take it home. You, you, you never cut off. them. Don't cut them. It's bad. Were you like friends with like really tall people? So like, <laughs> pick up a rock and they piss over your shoulder and go, look, a piss rock. <laughs> go. I mean, I was friends with tall people, but that never happened. So you know. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they could just... perch up somewhere far away and just like. Just They're up in a tree. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, there was never mention of any pissing rocks, but yes. <laughs> I like the, the, the force sound that you applied to that. This is like all the piss all at once. Well, I just like to imagine a very tall guy sitting in a tree, squatting, and he's got like a zen-like focus, sees you, and then immediately all of the muscles in his body contract, and he has to let out one. Yeah! <laughs> it just fucking fires out like a Zeus bolt. And then what? like a magazine falls out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why do I have Battery these weird uh, yeah. piss brays following me around? The fuck is this shit? Welcome to Dob Off for Bad. We're phoning it in this week. Are we? We're yeah. hella good at this. Yeah. We uh, had like a really contentious episode last time. That is true. So this time we're just going to suck. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if that hits a happy medium. <laughs> so you went to the movie premiere? Uh, so I'm heading to the trolley station going on the 52. My car starts acting possessed. Um, a bunch of lights come on, check engine light pops up, the fucking battery light pops up, the fucking airbag, bat- both airbag fucking lights pop up, um, the, the odometer starts to fucking flicker on and off, the, the odometer uh, needle starts flailing all about, um, the the fucking dash starts losing power here and there, so I'm, I'm kind of going, well this is weird. The engine's making weird noises. <laughs> this can't be good. Well, maybe I'll just make it to the trolley station and I'll get back to this when I'm done. Oh, hell nah. Today is a good day. So, I'm on the 52. I see the off-ramp. I'm going to get to that fucking movie premiere. We're going to get in that Uber and we're going to have a good time on our way down to see this movie. As I'm hitting the off-ramp and starting to slow, it starts getting more and more sluggish. And as I come to the complete stop, boom, everything turns off. Every fucking thing turns off. It is just dead. Dead, 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 dead. And I am at a complete stop and think in a panic mode going, oh, fuck, no. I throw it into park and immediately try to restart it. Alas, to no avail. It is dead. And so I am in full panic mode now. I am in the middle lane of the three lanes of the off-ramp that go towards the trolley station to the left where I want to go, up to another ramp if you just, for some reason, were like, not that ramp, the next one. Yeah. And then to the right to go head to El Cajon. I'm stuck in the middle. And it's the most populated lane there is. So immediately people start backing up behind me. Uh, and this happens at least three times, three or four times. And the whole while it backs up, everyone in the left lane goes, everyone in the right lane goes, people in the middle lane honking at me as I'm trying to direct them flailing while I'm trying to talk to a AAA specialist who doesn't know how to, like, how I spell Quiamaca for him after finding it on my phone because mm-hmm. I'm in full panic mode and freaking the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And... 
he he I spell it out for him. He still can't find it. I'm directing traffic as I'm trying to tell him where the fuck I am. And all the while, I'm just thinking in my head, someone's not going to see this. They're going to be busy looking at something, and I'm just going to go 100 feet forward for with no power of my own. It's going to be great. Oh, God. Anyway, strangely enough, as I'm sitting there talking with the AAA specialist, a fucking service personnel in a fucking tow truck arrives. And she comes up to me, skirting along the side of my car, trying not to get hit by traffic. Do you need some help? Do you have someone on the way? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I have someone on the way. Well, okay, I'm going to help you get it into neutral, and we're going to get you to the side, and I'm going to block traffic for you. So, like, through an arcane process of taking my keys, smashing them into the shift lock release, putting it in neutral, pulling them out, putting it into the car, throwing it into fucking gear, even though it's dead, and then slowly drifting to the right as this big fucking truck blocks traffic for me. This is this is the start. This isn't even to the fun stuff yet. Because this takes a while. I end up getting a ride from fucking my local AAA driver who looks like the mountain from fucking Game of Thrones. He's gigantic. <laughs> Sick. He's fucking monstrous. Doesn't say a goddamn word to me either. He's like, are you the guy? Yeah, I'm the guy. Cool. And then he's like points to the truck and i'm like okay i'll get out of my car then and go to your truck right do that we start driving halfway back to fucking my auto mechanic i kind of awkwardly ask him how was your day it was good and that's it <laughs> love this guy i love this guy this guy's great to this. it was good i am i am this man oh he's living your life principles man to the <laughs> fullest <laughs> I am this person. He is emotionless. He does not have you. There is nothing for you to connect to other than wow. That is a, that is a big man. Just smoothed out all those, but like just lot, like layer of layer of epoxy. Not even. There's no way to press any of them buttons. No music playing in the car. Like nothing. Just there is there is nothing I can really go back to other than he had a beard. He was white and he was a big guy. That's all. Those are the only three things I can remember about him. Wow. He drops me off at my fucking auto mechanic For the place. listeners of home, I do not have a beard and could not even if I really, really wanted to. Anyways, go ahead. Okay. He <laughs> drops me off, parks my car in a cock angle way, like it's kind of taking up two spots, shakes my hand, says, have a good night, and drives off in his truck. Oh, yeah. I have no way of rolling down my window, or rolling up my windows. I have nothing I can do at this point. I am now in the parking lot of my fucking auto mechanic place. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling kind of defeated. And I'm kind of going, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go out at this point. This kind of sucks. This has been a. This has been just kind of all kinds of hectic. Just not even try. Not even there. Trying to get there. Mm-hmm. So I'm wiffle waffling. Meanwhile, I go to like remove my stuff that could be stealable because the windows are down. And I'm just kind of going, well, fuck it. If they really want this, they're gonna get it. It's whatever. So get my stuff. Go grab an envelope, put my key in it, fucking write down my information, stuff it through the mail hole of my fucking auto mechanics place, call an Uber, and as I'm sitting there waiting, all of a sudden my mechanic pops out, him and his wife, (laughs) wave at me, I wave at them, he's going to check on my car, so I kind of go, okay, I'm going to go, like, catch you up on what's happening and all that, and fucking, like, he, he brings out a battery pack, and he's like, you know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna move your car into the shop for the night. And I'm like, okay, cool, thanks, dude. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, we start doing that. I get the notification. Hey, Taylor's here. Duh! Yeah, Taylor. So I run out New there, kind of go, hey, Taylor, <laughs> come over here. I need you to park. Like He's like, okay, yeah, sure. Fucking pulls in. Real gentleman about it. Oh, uh, that's actually refreshing. Yeah. We get my car in. I say goodnight to uh, to Jerry and his wife. Wonderful people. Uh, get into the, as I'm getting into this Mercedes. This guy is driving a Mercedes around as a new, as a Lyft driver. Yeah, and like I crack my fucking head on the top. Like oh. I'm throwing myself in to kind of just be like, I just need to get in this car right. Blah! Fucking, I am smart. Anyway, I'm sitting there. I'm I've changed my directions to go home instead of the Balboa Theater because I'm like I'm just this is like the cherry on top tonight is fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. So we started driving. Now Taylor is an older Asian gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got bald head. He's he's very stoic. Uh, but all the while he has a bag of sunflower seeds and he is just stuffing them in his mouth and then pulling the shells out and flicking them out the window. Oh, this is my nightmare. Great. Good. And then we eventually start talking, mm-hmm. and I explain to him my day, and he's kind of going like, "Oh man, that sucks, dude. Your day sounds terrible, <laughs> but you know it's almost over, man. And you know what? It's gonna be, it's gonna, be, it's gotta get better." And I'm like, "Oh, you know, yeah. I think I'm. Gonna, I was gonna go hang with some friends, but I think I'm gonna head home." And he's like, "Nah, man. Why are you gonna do that? Don't let the day beat you. You got this. <laughs> Have a good night. Hang out with your friends, <laughs> dude." <laughs> Fucking life coach Taylor here. You get talked into this by life coach Taylor. While being pelted by sunflowers. No, 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 no. True gentleman that he is. He's eating them and then flicking them out of his window. He's he's busy like the whole time. He's like got one hand on the wheel, Mm -hmm. his right hand on the wheel. He's taking his left hand, stuffing fucking sunflower seeds into his mouth and then flicking out the shells like a pro because he's not even like breaking them up or crumbling them or anything. He's popping them open, fucking flipping. Dude, dude is on another level. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guy is uh, something else. I, so off and on, we kind of get into the story. <laughs> yeah, let the let the let the he note can... register that Jerry and I are anti sunflower seed, and oh, so yeah. we fundamentally don't believe that this went well. But anyways, go ahead. No, it's more so, it's more the life coach Taylor bit for me right now. Uh, so <laughs> life coach Taylor, we're chatting, and he's kind of like, like his words kind of inspire me. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you're right, man. I paid $50 to go to this fucking premiere. I'm going to do this. I'm going to hang out with some friends, and we're going to fucking have a good time. Oh, man, if I paid $50, yeah, no, I'm not turning out $50 even if the house is on fire. Oh, Fuck man. that. <laughs> Damn, dude. That house is going to burn like, the fuck down. It, it's already on fire. I, I can't will, save anything. I, I will be in that house till it burns down. Yeah, but you're... Shit see, out the see, window. see, I'm saying that this happened while you were at work. Ah. Like, mm. you have no control. Fuck it. I already paid yeah. $50 for this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Now just imagine you buying a video game, sitting in the ashes of your house, looking at the case. Oh yeah, I'm gonna enjoy yep. this. Yeah, you can't fucking stop me. What's it taste like? <laughs> Fuck it, yeah. What's it smell like? No, no, no it smell. What does it taste. smell like when I taste it? <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that's actually a good thought. <laughs> so we get on the date, and what happens if I stick my finger in it? Yeah. <laughs> um, are you gonna fuck same the? Thing that are you gonna fuck the video else? games? Yeah. Same thing. No, it's it's. I enjoy that feeling for some reason. Oh, that's fascinating, dude. No, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why would you stop for that? It yeah, just is. No. You a, like the feeling of your finger being stuck in your like, finger being stuck in a CD in in the this CD hole. <laughs> um, one of my fingers is, as far as I can imagine, probably about ninety percent uh, feeling paralyzed. So I actually mm. do use one of my other fingers. 
and I, for some reason, get enjoyment out of that. Just so okay, one one we're saying get enjoyment out of that. Is this like a soothing thing, or is this like yeah, it's okay, just like a semi-soothing, okay, cool, thing. sick. Uh, two. Um, do you know what you might have done to the finger to make it numb? Because that's the story I'm really interested in. Well, the knuckle looks all fucked up. Well. That's not on the knuckle. Oh no, I don't see. I don't see a scar. Well, the knuckle looks fucked up in the light, regardless. Oh yeah, there, there. Uh, well, yeah, the, where the, did that come from? For the listeners at home, there's a scar there. You can't see that. I there's don't know a scar why on Jer's left in pause about like a visual g- gag on the radio show. Uh, it's uh, you can see it better <laughs> in the sunlight than you yeah, can yeah. in this light. You have a scar. How'd you get it? Um, okay, uh, so I have a... Sorry to interject. It's all good. <laughs> this a nice is gonna half go an while. inch scar on my goddamn finger, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, well, um, Granddad was over fixing things, okay. and um, okay. when he would come over, he would bring one of his uh, very standard toolboxes. Um, I, having been around gram- Grandpa long enough, knew that one of the things in there was a, um pretty hefty uh pocket knife and i guess what you would call a rope cutter it's a real farm yeah, knife. yeah okay and so i stole a farm knife and i'm playing uh stab the leaves don't ask me why i don't know i'm, I'm six years old you're you you're a young boy yeah i'm a young boy stab the leaves so i'm playing I, stab I the leaves. Game. and so i'm stabbing the leaves and then i'm done stabbing the leaves right mm-hmm. so you know i'm going inside and then i notice something is wrong with the knife this point as i'm closing it because i'm done stabbing the leaves mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm in the house and i notice that the end of the knife is red mm. which i have to wonder well leaves don't have blood or at least blood that, not blood that's red so i start looking all over my body and i notice that my index finger is very red <laughs> and there's a chunk of it missing below my knuckle <laughs> to which i go well, gee, I probably didn't stab at that. And then, you know, you kind of do the thing where you kind of... You, like, you pry it open just a little bit. Yeah, you pry it open just a little bit, and you go, oh, that's bone. That's a problem. This is a problem. That's a problem. Uh, that's bad. To do a problem. That's bad. Uh, and I can't feel it. Dad. I can't. I can't feel it. All right, close knife, put knife... Clean. No, wait, clean knife, close knife, put knife back, speak nothing of knife. Now, <laughs> to bathroom. Okay. Okay, crime, f- crime fixed. <laughs> crime fixed. Now to bathroom to evade punishment. Dude, yeah. six <laughs> six year old you versus six year old me, man. Oh my god, six year old me would be dead. Well, see, five times over, here's dude. The thing I'm such is that like five year old Jared's seen some shit by that point. Yeah, yeah. So six year old Jared's is like a hardened drinker. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. God damn. Oh, did I, did I also mention that this was the arm that actually had the fucking cast on it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, that arm's I, been I, I had broken my arm, and yeah, yeah. I was playing stabbed leaves. Yeah. Maybe why? Wait, did you have the cast on? Yes, you I did. Fan. Oh, that's brilliant. Well, that is, uh, that explains why you didn't get it like behind you. Six year old, you have to understand. Like six year old me, fucking immortal. Yeah. So, Maybe not super smart, but not super smart. Definitely, definitely thought he was immortal. Yeah. Uh, I cannot be stopped. <laughs> so, uh, the I mean, way look at the evi- the body evidence. Yeah, like, I'm still here. Mounting. Yeah. I'm still here, no matter what happened. Um, despite the decisions. Mm-hmm. So I get I get into the medicine cabinet. I'm going through everything, and um, I, being a six year old, not understanding, uh, you know, blood flow, <laughs> I think 
that's going to clot. This will be fine. Put Band-Aid over it. You're going to be good. Don't mention that it's a horrific wound. You will be fine. Life is good. So um, this day was the day that uh, had been scheduled to go get um, my soccer cleats. Yay! Soccer cleats! And um, to make things better, I'm entering this store with since this is like the early 90s you have to understand this is about 91 mm-hmm. so you know the hot fucking shit's fucking in mm-hmm. um yeah mainly because i'm about to preface this with i was wearing a naked mole rats like hot pink shirt well actually it's like their area was was hot pink the rest of the shirt's white mm. so you know it's that sort of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. um because what Literally anyone else would look at this and go, why the fuck would you wear this? Like, it's the early 90s, dude. This is what yeah. you were doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> neon was everywhere. Neon. Well, it's not just that it was neon. It's that it wasn't all neon yeah, is, yeah. I think, the weirder part. Because yeah. I think neon, neon shirts still exist and they're yeah. still fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I ain't got no problems with that. It's yeah. the part where, like, you know, it's outlined in neon. Yeah. That's weirder. You don't oh, see that as often. The 90s. And also naked mole rats being, you know, a selling point at the San Diego Zoo. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, Fucking San Diego. Zoom so man. we sit down and um, everything's going good. I have completely gotten away from gotten away with this crime. It is now three hours since the incident. Nothing has happened. No one has talked to me. I am Scott fucking free. I am a genius. <laughs> I have I'm a, a blood fucking infection. revolutionary. <laughs> blood infections don't exist. I'm six years old. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. The world is your fucking. <laughs> oh no! I, I also, I also like, like you know, cleaned it and like put like fucking rubbing alcohol on. Sepsis is that thing that happens when someone marries into your family and has a daughter. Yes. Yeah. Um, but so uh the guy that's bringing the shoes out accidentally bumps me and um this is my downfall you get bumped my no it not just it bumps me exactly on the band-aid and up until this moment apparently love hope dreams and this band-aid were holding everything the fuck together because now niagara falls comes the fuck out the shoes are right i and my mom has realized oh you done freaking cut yourself you're bleeding everywhere i now have to bandage this up in my shirt and so i have you have to understand i am a six-year-old kid who is very skinny this has been a problem mom has had to deal uh, deal with multiple times because i don't eat well so people get kind of freaked out mm-hmm. oh god and so i got my shirt rolled up because i'm trying to absorb all the blood coming from my hand while we're trying to buy these fucking soccer cleats can I? I want to rewind. Real yeah. <laughs> what do you want? You, uh, you exclaimed, "Why did you go back for that one? Uh, how dare you? <laughs> I'm always right." Continue. Uh. <laughs> we'll get back to the movie story. It's okay. I really have to follow this one down. No, I'm this following. is a hell of a lead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is hence, Stu. This is Stu would be proud. This is my specialty. Jared says something flippant, and I go, "Nope, that one's real." <laughs> so, ah, Come here. Ah. Come here, snatch that one ah, from the Ah, caviar. Ha! <laughs> um, so, the greatest moment <laughs> after enduring this 10-minute line from hell. You're in while line. bleeding we out. We are you in line while I'm bleeding. Yeah, we're buying the fucking shoes, man. You do not okay. understand how committed my family is to the task at hand. That's amazing. We are finishing the fucking task. You like, will bleed out or you will not, live. You're, you're probably not going to pass out. 
We're buying the shoes. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Look, Grant, <laughs> mom has been you around. You really did death. live the, the Christopher Titus life, dog. Yeah. Like, fuck. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. Look, like, the, the relations that he makes with his dad, no, that shit is fucking spot the fuck on. Yeah. Mom was really caring despite yeah. however she might look at any point. Yeah. Dad was literally like the, I swear to God, I have I have gone to places duct taped. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, uh, oh, my no, God. Never mind. I don't want to go down that one right now. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the greatest like moment in all of this is we get into the car after everything gets bought, right? And she turns to me and she looks at me and is like, did you learn your lesson? I was like, oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh-huh. I lost a shirt and I, fu- <laughs> and I messed up. I learned you're not going to play with knives. I'm not going to play with knives like that. Not again. So that was always the fun part about mom was mom wouldn't rub your face. She's like, did you learn your lessons? I learned my lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really did learn my goddamn lesson. And that's the story of why Jer feels soothed when he puts a CD on his middle finger. Yeah. So the movie. I have like some tag backs to both of y'all experiences because I don't have anything to talk about the show. <laughs> so instead, I'm going to talk about weird old stories of mine that have one thing related to each of your stories. This is oh great. boy! Uh, okay, so life coach Taylor and me. We're life driving. coach Taylor are on your way to. The we're field. on the eight. We get on the one sixty three. We're almost there, and it was it was magical because I didn't have to drive. So this is like a driver of the week story buried in my my fucking hell journey to go see Jojo Rabbit. And then the experiences there afterward. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what we're here for. Oh, yeah. But there's a build-up to it. Mm-hmm. On the 163, packed with traffic, heading into downtown on this here Tuesday. <sighs> a big black F-150 with a lift kit that has the front half above the back half. Of course. <laughs> Decides he's had enough. This fucking standstill shall not suffice. Mm-hmm. I am the king of all thy survey. And in, he, he initially jerks left to try and bully his ass into the left lane. No one gives a fuck <laughs> downtown, and everyone's like, fuck you, buddy, hit my car. So he... Jerks back to the right, sees that there is the the like the side lane that's there for like pulling off on emergencies, yeah. and just decides, yeah, emergency, pulls into that and just runs up the fucking hill before cutting cutting ahead of a guy who's getting on the off ramp to get over onto Balboa. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I'm like, well, that was something. And Taylor goes, huh? That incredible. Just huh? Oh, nothing. I didn't see none of that. It. It's all good. Don't worry about it. <sighs> so I get there in one piece. Taylor, right. Taylor takes his leave, and I, 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 I was kind of like, thank you, Taylor. So I'm gonna give you a good tip, and I way, did. I'm going to stop you at, like, I'm going to stop you before, like, before the after party part. Yes. To tell my stories, because I figure we're going to want to close on the after party thing. Yeah. I oh, yeah. It's going to be yeah. great. So. so I get to the movie premiere, mm-hmm. shuffle my way in, can't find my friends, end up sitting next to a dude, two dudes who look like they're dressed like Jedis. I, <laughs> I, I know they're not. 
it's probably some kind of like cultural garb but they're going to a movie premiere and i don't know what to make of any of it so i'm just kind of going like okay whatever like this is yeah yeah we're this here is our get down we <laughs> go to the movie theater both dressed as qui-gon jinn this oh our, yes this is our main thing oh god yes movie happens it's good i enjoyed it um right at the end though very like heartfelt finale it's like after a bunch of gut-wrenching shit and you get to this like glimmer of hope breathe easier moment that's kind of like okay and life will return to normal and then immediately cuts to black because it doesn't even do the credits and like all right well thank you for enjoying our movie if you want to keep this party going (laughs) let's head on down to paul's <laughs> I have heard many stories about Pulse, but I cannot tell you. That is an extremely. This is a good portent as to where this story is going. I'm going to have to tell Pulse to listen to this episode. This is going to be fucking great. So, so I have to. Inter- this is what I'm going to interrupt. Okay, you're on your way to Pulse now. Um, I just love that though. You get through this like this this dark comedy about Nazis. There's a like you go through some trauma and shit. You get to the end. It's kind of funny, but it's also like this kind of like, oh okay, and they'll they'll be okay. And then like fucking hitting it with just the tackiest fucking shit you possibly could say. Great, that's oh, it's beautiful. Awesome. That's San Diego, right? That's there. yeah. That is the that's most bingo. San Diego that's thing. San Diego. Yeah, the Bing- San Diego flag is that. <laughs> Can I, Let's can I, party after the movie premiere about the Nazi comedy. I, I have to be real with you, Jared. Uh, to the preview I went to to Stephen King's It, it was pretty much like the same thing. Yeah. Like none of the fucking credits, and they also went to Pulse. Yeah, great. So, perfect, 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 perfect. This is a uh, fascinating. And okay. so they got I, got, a, I got two tag backs for both of the stories that y'all have told. Okay, I'm gonna do it in order. The first thing is that you had reminded me was your experience with life coach Taylor, and that you were astounded by this. Uh, the thing that kicked me out, one of the things that caused me to escape my abusive relationship, was a bank teller at the Bank of America. <laughs> so I go inside because my card's not working to make a deposit. Yeah, and behind the counter is like this old, uh, I assume Mexican grandma. <laughs> Okay. She's like running the tills. And she goes like, how are you doing, buddy? It's like, And I like, I didn't have anyone else to tell. So I'd like pour yeah, out yeah. Like what was happening in like a favorable lens. I was like leaving out all the parts of the bad. Yeah. The yeah. the horrific abuse. But yeah. like, yeah, the, the, like the details. Like, well, she's got like a secret language and uses it to keep her grudges. Like all that, all that shit didn't yeah, yeah. make it in. God, <laughs> I was like, that's, yeah, I, I. I love someone and they're not treating me right. She's going to be like, oh, you got to get out of there. You got to get out of there right now. Like, I know I'm a stranger to you, but like, you can't be with someone that doesn't love you back. It's like, oh, okay. That's the thing to think of. Like, one that someone like was like a stranger was like totally willing to like bust my ass like that. It's like, the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, get out. Get out. Yeah, get the hell out of there. You know it's bad. You're not happy. What are we doing here? So, so that thing can happen of the like, weirdly conscientious like ever present i know you don't run into that but no i see it's a weird dichotomy for me because i run into people that do what you guys do where they they dump their problems and then i am the guy that's like no no you should leave like that's yeah. horrible like <laughs> no, this I'm, makes sense, I though. you like, are the wizened <laughs> yeah the wizened like scarred motherfucker in the yeah. corner that goes no 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 don't do that no 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 see you mix them like this and yeah. then you're okay 
Yeah, <laughs> you are the hermit in in the hills yeah. that yeah. eventually provides some like some closure or some growth to the hero who goes on to multiple play the times. Literally, this continues with our story of our, our like our character arc of of Jer's secret good Samaritan, uh. despite being extremely angry all of the time. <laughs> angry and. And, and heathenistic, yeah, oh, right, hey, right, 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 hey. right, right, heathenistic. You're, you're like a, you're, okay. I'm gonna push back on hedonism on you real quick. I think you're like, well, never mind what I think it is. But I'm gonna say if we're gonna talk about hedonism, I'm gonna look over at Jared before I look over at you. I, I feel like you chase experiences in a reasonable way. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. See, see, see. Jared and I are, we are almost exactly the same. The difference is, Jared, I wear the mask when I'm doing it. I want him to see my face. Yeah, see, he yeah. wants him to see his face. I, don't I need no plausible deniability. Masks. Well, that went a direction I'm not happy about. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now I'm just imagining you wearing like a ball mask with a kazoo up your butt. Like, oh, let's party! Like, Oh, yeah, if it's in public, sure, yeah. <laughs> JM is making the best face right now. <laughs> yeah, that's a butt looking. <laughs> it was one of those like I. I it was like a you. slight grin, but like he was sucking on something super. It's fucking like he sour. got a lemon. Oh, I have no one else to blame for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. See, whereas Jared, yeah, Jared will definitely walk out there like face. Face displayed for everybody for the camera. I'm just simply wearing I'm, face. Yeah. I'm the dude that's wearing like the blue man mask yeah. with the kazoo up his ass. Yeah, <laughs> nah, I'll okay. do that. All right. Well, great. <laughs> so I'm, glad, I'm glad we have. I'm glad we have that settled. I'll never ask about that again. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> um, kazoos. What are they good for? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, musical <laughs> instrument you can play with your ass. Oh, that's worth. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So we're going the real other, blue. The other story was in relation to your injury story. Oh man! And the parental response to the injury story. <laughs> so I hear tell that the most <clears throat> painful bone to break is your shin. Like if you break your shin, uh, it is unbelievably painful and really bad. Oof. See, I the reason I say I hear tell is because I've done it and don't remember. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what? I was three years old. And uh, to everyone that witnessed this at, what happened was David kicked a soccer ball at me. I tried to stop it by stepping on top of it. Aww. And my leg just went, Bleh, and I fell down. <laughs> oh, shit. And my father oh. was like, oh, it's probably not that bad. You just walk off. I stand up and my leg goes, <laughs> and like goes like all the way in, and I fall down again. <laughs> I never got a chance to talk to my dad about that particular story because I didn't know that. I didn't know that he tried to make me walk on it. I had some questions. Walk it off. I, ever since I learned that part, of that I had some questions about that story. So I relate to Capital both. C I choices. relate to both of these stories. And now we're going to get to something completely unrelatable as we go to Pulse. Yes. To yes. Pulse. The Pulse. The nightclub that is definitely not on the pulse of life. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. My my God. So, me and my two friends. I am 30. I am the eldest of the group. I am the senior. Um, my two friends are uh, 23 and 22. And uh, we decide... Little babbies. We're not going to take the shuttles like everyone else who all seem to be shuffling their way towards them. We'll be smart. We'll get there early. We're going to walk it. So, 
we start walking and we're having a good time we're chatting we're talking about the movie we're we're shooting the shit and suddenly because there are a few other patrons of the film who decided to take take the initiative as well and walk it well um it's kind of like uh when moses parted the red sea but instead of moses you have a a a a this homeless man who is just he has had a day and he's just kind of like hey like he's just coming up to people like hey man can you just like spare a dollar and like fucking my god the yuppies were just showing it as hard as they could because it was just like school fish split and fucking go around and just get out of the way and all of that. And my two friends kind of follow suit. And I was like, Oh guys, why are you like this? Don't be like that. He's just a person. And I look him in the eyes and immediately he latches on to me. <laughs> so he's following me as I'm walking and he's just kind of like, Hey man, you can, you, can you just spare something? And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I pull out my wallet. I start digging through it and I have two lotto tickets. I'm not going to lie. I haven't checked them. I don't know if they're good or not, but I'm just kind of like, you know what, man? Here, check these. See if they're fucking good or not. Like, I hope they are. I don't got any cash on me. You have a good night. And his immediate response is, "Like, are the? Can you turn it in? Like, where do you turn it in?" And I'm like, "Uh, the liquor store, gas station." And he's like, "Oh, like Seven Eleven?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude. Yeah, Seven Eleven." And he just kind of wanders off after that point. I'm just kind of like, "That was an interesting experience." My friends are just kind of going like, "What the fuck? Like, what if he gets like the money?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm glad. I'm glad because that changed that man's life. I hope to see him in a Lambo the next day. Mm-hmm. That would be the best thing in the world." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we get into a conversation about it. They're like, "Oh man, I'd be pissed." Blah 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 blah. <sighs> we get the pulse. Now they're calling out, "Hey, if you're here for the after party, you got to have a wristband." And my friends are like, "Oh shit, did you get your wristband?" And I look at my wrist. Ah. I showed up late. Everyone like there was like a bunch of old people and a bunch of staff wandering around outside. It was hella frenetic, and I'm just kind of like, oh, who do I take with the ticket to fucking go get this done? Didn't get my wristband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're making a big deal of like you gotta have a wristband. Like if we're not gonna let you in if you don't have a wristband. <laughs> so we're just like, well, let's see if we can work this out. I have the ticket on hand. We let's let's see if like they'll they'll let this shit slide and like get in the line they're still calling out like the guy out in the front who's the big guy who's fucking like monitoring the fucking walkway mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta have your wristband fucking get into the line fucking get to the first dude i'm like hey guy i don't have my wristband i did buy my ticket i'm totally like i totally bought it for the after party like can we work something out he's like oh yeah sure just keep going <laughs> and, like <laughs> I, I still kinda gotta have a wristband yeah. so i get to the next person explain it to them mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking oh yeah sure go ahead fucking gotta have a wristband and get to the lady with the wand she wands me fucking go in talk to two gals they give me a wristband hell yeah hell yeah this is great this is an organization level i haven't did you seen turn around and y'all gotta have a wristband after you got it no i was just kind of like what i i i was i feeling, got my wristband i was feeling hella awkward because like i'm wearing a pair of black dickies oh, a, ni- a nice t-shirt buddy. that's like fucking uh samurai a fishing samurai it's pretty dope it's a good shirt but like i'm wearing t-shirt 
dicky pants and some work shoes. Everyone else around me is just garish as fuck. fuck like, yeah. there's a guy with peacock feathers in his hair, like fucking talking to like this old motherfucker who's also hanging there with his like trophy old wife, and it's just kind of like, oh shit, we in the Golden Girls now. Everyone's got cash. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. To turn to my right, there are a bunch of fucking knobbers like sitting in this like there's like this faux like walk one way like screen setup where you can get photos taken and stuff and they're just like Holy hamming it up and shit, shit and I'm just like Oh man, I'm not ready for this. This is not what I was expecting. I was expecting like some club music and a bunch of just like sweating and shit, but no man, this is awkward. So me and my friends, we don't know what to do, so we're like, "All right, let's uh, let's let's head up to like the actual part because this is like the patio section." Yeah. I didn't know this at the time, but there's a patio section with open roof slats and mm-hmm. all like all this shit out in the open where it can get rained on, <laughs> and fucking that's that's where you enter Pulse. Mm-hmm. Pulse has a open patio selection with a bar, and you can get drunk with your friends out in the evening night while you listen to the thrum of music in the background. Dum, anyway. Dum, dum, dum. We head inside. The band hasn't set up yet. They're still setting up. Fucking, there are already people, like, crowded around the bar. We see a line's forming. We don't know for what. It turns out to be the food. And it's set up right in the way of, like, the walkway to get to the lower section, to the floor, where Mm -hmm. you can listen to the band and dance, Mm -hmm. if you so choose. Um, With the rest of the working class folk. With the rest of the working class folk. Meanwhile... Uh, all the rich people have their own booths that they have attended to them with their buckets of ice and coors. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. It's great. This is coors pulse. That's what. You, that's what gets you up. That's that's like the that's the San Diego champagne, man. Coors, coors, dog. Don't you love coors? About as much as. About so, as much as I love Corona. I don't know what it is. We all decide. We all got to go peep. So we all go Fuck decide it. to use the bathroom. Not together, of course, but at the same time, like we, as soon as we get to the bathroom, we split up and take our, like, for them, like one of them took a stall. We kind of do the thing where, like, we go to the farthest ends and take yeah. our pisses as far away from each other as we can. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, head back out. Really don't know what to do because everyone's kind of milling about and it's really just got this kind of like lackluster energy going on at the moment. I'm just kind of like, want to take a booth? So we take a booth. Mm -hmm. We sit down and it's just kind of like looking around. I'm just sitting there like, this is the most awkward ass nightclub I have ever seen in my life. (laughs) It's tiny as fuck in here. There's nowhere really to go. There's like two levels to it. So this can't end well if you've got people really fucking hammered. Like, meanwhile, the line continues to build. We don't know why. It's food. Um, We're all fucking starving. By the time we realize, oh shit, that's the food line, there's actually a crowd now. Fucking like, okay, well, we're not going to do that. Like, because it's, it's, do you want to know what the food was? Um, the food at Pulse. I'm going to say uh, falafel. Uh, I'm sorry, boss. You're off the money. Mm-hmm. It's uh, ch- it's it's peanut chicken skewers. What? Courtesy of what you would get at like Kirkland. Mmm, sick. <laughs> so tight, 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 oh. tight, 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 tight. Oh. Meanwhile, because apparently, like, oh, and also the other other thing was uh, little tiny cups filled with a little like sliver of tomato like soup. 
and then like a thumb's worth of grilled cheese in <laughs> in the soup. Okay, sure. And it's the uh, we legally have to feed you like <laughs> clause. So we went to the store and got the cans of un- of of fucking Campbell's tomato soup. And fucking decided this is going to be the hors d'oeuvres for the night and the food. Because the hors d'oeuvres were the food. Great. Oh, God. Okay. So by this point, the band is set up and they start playing. They're called Liquid Blue. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's kind of like girl talk where Mm -hmm. it's kind of like mashups of songs. But instead of it actually being mashups, it's what if we... uh, Oops. Crash. I hope that wasn't something of mine. We will find out after the podcast. That sounded it's bad. A, it did. It did sound bad. Oh, God. But I'm not going to turn around yet because it's not real until I turn around. Oh, fuck. Now I'm, now I'm all anxious. Anyway, uh, feeling just like I was at Pulse. Mm-hmm. I'm looking Pulse up going, huh? I'm looking up this band. Yeah, what if it was covers. like a bunch of covers of different songs that lead from one cover to the other? And like, it's not the full song. It's just the most memorable, catchy parts of the song. Oh, God. So really like, what if we do like Poker Face by Lady Gaga Ugh. and then lead that into um, a Sum 41 song and then follow that up with then... Um, run DMC. This sounds like hell. And then let's jump back to Aerosmith. And then let's go into um, uh, fucking Outcast. Hey, y'all. Aww. Fucking, it was, it was a classic. This is the white, this is the most white man. <laughs> no! The only, the only white guy in the band was fucking like a like discount vo- a fucking discount slout slash. Yeah, I, I I have been noticing that that like this is a remarkably uh, really yeah. Okay, so um, I got I'm gonna read some of this. I'm on uh, liquid uh, liquid blue dot com. Uh, liquid blue music to move you registered trademark America's most <laughs> prolific party band about us. <laughs> Liquid Blue is the most accomplished and highly acclaimed party band in the event business. Numerous awards include America's Best Dance Band at the National Music Awards, Best Cover Band at the San Diego Music Awards, Pop Album of the Year at the Los Angeles Music Awards, and a Guinness World Record. The band has performed sold-out ticketed shows on three continents. Uh, Liquid Blue has performed in over 100 countries and holds the official world record for, quote, the world's most traveled band. Metallica would like a word. With numerous <laughs> albums and a single which hit the Billboard Dance Top 10 and the Hot 100 single sales chart, uh, Liquid Blue is the ultimate cover band and so much more. This band specializes in private functions, including social events, weddings, bar mitzvahs, corporate galas, <laughs> fundraisers, and other, and and other whatever formal else we gatherings. get money for. There are numerous San Diego dance bands, party bands, and cover <sighs> bands. Those are all caps. All caps. But none have the international acclaim and recognition of Liquid Blue. What a selling point. So uh, I can go check out like all of their... Um... Oh, don't call them songs. No, not the songs. They have a page for their awards. Oh, oh no. <laughs> now you want the songs. Oh, but instead yeah. I'm going to tell you that they're yeah, the... Uh, they didn't want the fart-sniffing gallows. They're the Biz Bash Entertainment Act of the Year, Reader's <sighs> Choice. Uh 
2012, and also 2011. No, no, 2011. They are the Spotlight Awards Entertainer of the Year. Uh, International Music Awards. They're the runner-up for Best Band in 2006 and 2007. Uh, They hold uh, the world's most traveled band as... Per uh, recognized by Record Holders Republic, certified 2007. I don't know what that means. Um, America's Best Dance Band, National Music Awards, 2007-2001. America's Best Independent Artist, uh, courtesy of PCT Music, winners in 2004-2005. This is hilarious. Uh, Best Cover Band, uh, San Diego Music Awards, 2001. Best Rock Band, San Diego Reader, 2001. Rising Star Award, uh... 2007, 2010, 2011. <laughs> oh. And they're a for a while. And they're a certified green business. I um mm-hmm. How I are feel they a green? Lot of How did you among- watch this band and not just feel honored to be in their presence? <laughs> I have to say. Um all of that what you're describing to me does not describe I I I feel torn because on one hand it's like oh y'all living your dream and doing the music well, and it's hey, great, check, check but on the other hand it's like oh god your performance was just kind of like cringe inducing. Well, that's all the band awards. Let's get to the recording awards. Fuck me! Oh my god! No, uh, they had a Billboard uh, song hit number three on the dance charts in 2010 called Earth Passport. Um, Earth Passport. It was also Guinness World Record holder for something it just says guinness world record earth passport (laughs) (laughs) um pop album of the year supernova uh los angeles music awards (coughs) and the san diego music awards sorry what okay so it was nominated in 2005 for the san diego music awards but it won in 2009 at the los angeles music awards yeah san diego's a hard gig uh cd of the year hardest town man. uh City of the Year. Um, what is Quivac? Quivac? It won the Quivac.com City of the Year. That's K-W-E-E-V-A-K. The logo appears to have a little green alien man. That's always a good sign. Well, it's queasy. That's what. Uh, V8's won Song of the Year 2004 for Rhythm of Love. Okay. And also had another one in the top five called Making Up. Okay. Uh, best pop song. Uh Courtesy of the Dallas Songwriters uh, Awards, wow. uh, called "If You Got to Ask," uh, s- also won the Spirit and Creative Award uh, for the same song from Artists Helping Artists 2005, uh-huh. and it won. Uh, and they have two songs called "Supernova" and "Rescue" that uh, were top five finalists in the Great American Song Contest in 2004. So they've been around for a couple decades. They've been around and... for they've been around kind of in and out of time and space, <laughs> having the same album come out in two different years. Yeah, see, that's kind of the feeling I thought was what this was. Ah, I understand now. Time. Yeah, they've been doing the same. thing. I really should have submitted Complicator for the San Diego Music Awards. Looking at that, <laughs> I really should have. Yeah, dude, you probably you would have crushed it. Damn it! Next year. Just submit it next year. Just submit it next year. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Just you don't. They, they, don't they don't seem to fucking know. <laughs> Oh my god! I just submit it every year. <laughs> well, let me let me go ahead and now describe. Okay, go back to the going back yeah. to the story. They're in the middle of Heya when I noticed on the dance floor there was a single human being dancing, but they are dancing for the entire life 
of the goddamn club. Best party band. It is a single white woman there in blue leather pants with a frilly, like, open, like, kind of top. I don't know how to describe it. It looks like, like a glam rock kind of, like, like fucking coat. Where it's kind of like long sleeves, but baggy and like kind of ruffled and has like fucking like it's it is it is a strange garb. I don't know how to describe it, but it, it's wavy and blue, and she is just losing her goddamn mind on this dance floor. She is flying from end to end and fucking twirling and fucking just like breaking this shit down. And no one gives a goddamn like not a, not a single person is looking at her except for like one of the band members. Like yeah, you get yeah. it like. <laughs> Like, hey man, like, hey, y'all is the reason that the Industrial Revolution happened. That was the zenith of the Industrial Revolution. So I get it. Hey, y'all is great. Yeah. Hey, y'all is a great song. Mm-hmm. But, like, as far as I can tell, this band is having no impact on anyone in this bar except for that one fucking woman who is, like, channeling all of the collective nervous energies of everyone in this fucking club and conduiting it out the fucking ground <laughs> through her fucking feet because she is just going berserk and i'm just kind of mesmerized by this before this old like 90 year old man who looks like he's wearing a fucking mask like but it's his face because he's so old and he's wearing like a red letterman jacket that is that says marines on the back and he's Native American, and he like gets led to like the premiere section where he sits down with his Coors bucket and hangs out with his other old people friends as they watch the one white woman on the dance floor go berserk. <laughs> I would like to not- nominate that sentence for song of the year at the San Diego Music Awards. That was one hell of a sentence right there. I, it was it was strange. Everyone parted for him and his entourage, and I'm just kind of like, me and my friends were like, that is the richest man here, huh? Oh, yeah, for fucking sure. Because, <laughs> like, everyone moves out of the way. It's like he is parting this crowd, and, like, he doesn't have to say a goddamn word. None of his crew are doing nothing. They're all looking like they're going to, like, go home, take Cialis, and fuck, them, fuck somebody. But, like... They sit down, start watching the show, crack open a few coors. We're in the like like section above them, so we're just kind of like, we gotta like people watch right now. This is fascinating. <laughs> like, here's the second movie. <laughs> the, uh, I didn't yeah. know it was a double feature. I have to learn everything I can about this group. <coughs> oh man! But only from afar. <coughs> we're gonna rear window this shit. Oh, we try. We try as long as we can. We don't get much, but it's fascinating because like he's pointing and like. chatting to like this woman to his left and like he's pointing at different people and stuff and saying stuff in a hushed tone to her and we can't hear it because the music is thumping and fucking liquid blue is going berserk it's my scene and it really freaks me (laughs) out (laughs) (laughs) i need her to stop fucking dancing she's making me feel uncomfortable with her fucking moves so i wish i remember more lines from from the time that z-man is introducing uh Kelly to everyone. At, oh at, God, the introduction yeah, sequence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is, the only one I remember is this is my scene, scene and it really, really freaks me out. Me out man. Oh God, I don't remember anything else he says. And this would be a great you're a happen. moon child and you're a bitch. <laughs> that uh, wasn't Z Man though. That, that wasn't, was Z Man. That, that was definitely that was just random happenings scene. at the party. Which is uh. Oh. Anyways, go on. And, 
we eventually kind of get pushed out because people are like crowding for these fucking finger these finger cheese sandwich bits in the soup and the fucking chicken skewers so like we end up back out on the patio because we're all just kind of like well we're not going to be able to figure out what's going on in there and everyone's getting kind of berserk for this food so we're going to just kind of vomit us that way and um lo and behold we find that there is a like um a photo booth mm-hmm. but it's not a booth it's just like a little like square that's set up like <laughs> next to like this fucking like pillar and like it it looks like a kiosk but you press a button on the screen and it counts down Three, two, one, and then takes a picture of you. And then three, two, one, takes another picture of you. And then three, two, one, takes another picture of you. And then shoots out two, like, like small little, like, fucking sheets, yeah, sh- yeah. sheets of, like, fucking your shots. Mm-hmm. Well, this, this like, because f- everyone is old. We are the youngest people there other than the service staff. Like, fucking for real. Everyone at least looked like middle 30s at the youngest end of this. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is like pushing fucking 49 and up. Mm-hmm. This is a senior special moment where they are getting buck wild. Off the cores. Off the cores. At the pulse. Ah, the pulse of downtown life. You could have it here at Scenic Balboa Park. Mm. I think you're reading that wrong. I think I think this oh, club's God. motto has to be have a pulse. You can you can sit here. So, this couple who are with a friend who are all in their forties are taking some photos. Don't know how it works. Are kind of complaining about it, and then walk away. And then like two sheets shoot out. My friend decides I'm gonna take these as our souvenirs. These are, I, I, <laughs> I me and the boys. <laughs> it's just kind of like okay, yeah, that's a daring move. I get it. We get in front of it. We take some stupid photos. It's fun. We take ours. We split them up between the three of us. One gets two. The other of us like end up with one each. And we go on about our day. We move towards the the stupid thing where you can look like you're on the red carpet. And as one of my friends is like working through poses because he's trying to be as outlandish as he can, people just start walking up to us. Hey, throwing their cameras in our faces, going like, "Hey, can you take a picture of us?" Happens three separate times, including a dude who looked like a discount Jeff Bridges. Sick. This is this is an interesting party. It most of the crowd by this point has filtered out from the patio section. There are still people who are wandering around taking photos and shit of just like this is the party scene live down downtown. I figured out what this is. This is not a movie premiere after party. This is a movie premiere after party themed party. <laughs> That's why this is weird. Because, like, the red carpet thing and, like, the people asking for photos and all that stuff and, like, the crowds of people and the cover band, this is all stuff that they are assuming happens after parties for movie releases. But instead, they have made a movie release after party themed party. And I am (laughs) revitalized by this. <laughs> because it's maybe the worst idea I've ever heard of. Yeah. It's surreal. Living this experience was fucking surreal. Imagine like uh by by oh, okay, go go. Imagine like a fucking IP <laughs> negotiation themed party. That's kind of where we're at here. Yeah. Where they're just going like, and I want Spider-Man! And like... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fair. 
and two cases of Corona. Why would you want Corona? Because we're out of the Coors. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was at like an after party for the John Wick villains who were all like no names who end up like dead oh, in yeah, the yeah. film. Oh, like, yeah. that's like yeah. that's where I felt like I was. It was definitely the sensation of like these are not quite the upper crust, but these are the people that are like nibbling at the edges of it trying to burrow in. Like they're like very close I, to the center of I power. I just can't think of anything sadder than the San Diego upper crust. I can't do it. It's 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 fucking Oh man, the, yeah, this sounds there like was a dude with like frankly. one of those puffs that comes out of like a, like a, a smoking jacket. Like oh you know I mean? like, nice, it's, it's, yeah. like, it's like a like plume, an ascot. Of, yeah, like an ascot, but it's like all puffed out and shit. Where it's like yeah. Oh man, he was in a smoking jacket. He had this red ascot thing that's puffing out of his neck. A white shirt, blue slacks, and he's wearing like heavy rings and stuff. And he has like this woman. He's like at least sixty. She's pushing like about forty three, forty four, mm-hmm. and like she's on his arm and stuff. And he's talking like the bounce with one of the bouncers, and then he like starts heading out, and we're going like. Oh yeah, man, that's the richest dude. Like, cause that was like the running theme of the night. That's the richest, richest dude. dude <laughs> we found the two Jedi dudes. We're like, oh, those are Saudi princes. We're they're the richest dudes here. <laughs> Fucking, oh my god, it is wild. But this guy, he walks out. We're kind of going like, ah, so now he's gonna go down to the marina and plow her on his fancy boat. <laughs> it's mm. just kind of like, oh. By the th- by, that time we get our third dude, who is the discount Jeff Bridges, throwing his phone in our faces, going like, "Can you take my picture?" <laughs> by that point, we're kind of going like, "You want to bail?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're let's go catch a lift and go they to think, Denny's. They think we're yeah. fucking. They think the we're wait staff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We think we're fucking wait staff. So it's like, we take the picture of Jeff Bridges and then we leave, and we're like, "What do we want to do? Let's go to Denny's." <laughs> That is the end of our experience at the Pulse nightclub. Let's go from Pulse to Bar Flush Denny's out. is yeah. somehow a better experience than hanging out at the Pulse nightclub. Well, Denny's is like pancake, like comfort pancakes. Mm-hmm. You know what Denny's? That was is. actually what they did. I yeah. got, the, I got the sampler, fried stuff. Mm. Yeah, no, I, see, that's exactly what Denny's is: is comfort pancakes. Well, it's been an hour. <laughs> did it. I told you. I had to tell you the story. I'm glad I'm glad I didn't promise that we would get back to the ladders article wow, this yeah. week because we had all sorts of other things to discuss. We had some shit to unpack. Yeah. 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 But but we, 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 we knew there was gonna be a story here. Yeah. So Yep. Go well, to Pulse. See scenic San Diego. Yeah, go to Pulse. It's it's just like San Diego. You can visit us uh no, Han. What is it? You can follow us on Twitter at Dawbob and visit us at Dawbob.com. <laughs> We'll we're, we're doing good. <laughs> we'll see you next time. This is a podcast. We remember everything. Who are you? We're professional. We're professional. <laughs>